Hey everybody, and welcome back to the newest edition of the Swoop Radio Station here. It's your boy, Josh Sanchez, and I'm here with guest podcast host, Shayna Black from Cleveland, Ohio. Shayna, give a quick little shout out about your podcast and tell me a little bit about what you do on an everyday basis. Hey everybody, this is Shayna Black Ohio, or from Cleveland, Ohio, and I run a couple podcasts. Um, most notable and the newest is called uh, Black Girl in CLE, the podcast where we talk about um, issues impacting African-American community, places to go here in Cleveland, and we talk to some pretty cool people doing some pretty cool things here in Cleveland, Ohio. Um, by day, I run an entrepreneurial coaching company where we help inspire and help uh, soon-to-be entrepreneurs or startup phase entrepreneurs just keep going and stay on the grind. Okay, yeah, and and, and, I, and I love, and I'm definitely going to tune into your podcast and listen to what you have to say because obviously we all know in America, no matter where you are in America, we, there's this common theme of like just white suprem- uh, supremacy. And, and one of the things like I'm learning about in school and also I've learned about just through my experience in life is it's crazy to me how two people can work at a same high paying job, one white and one black. And when they come home, they come home to two completely, two completely different environments just because that's how America has always been. And like the, the whole like colonization and stuff like that. So like when you, when you told me like your podcast talks a little bit about that, I'm really interesting to know, like, how, how is that? Is there, is there like a common theme in Cleveland? Cause I know in Philadelphia where I'm from and also in Wilmington, you can definitely see like the rich parts of the city versus like the other parts of the city. So can you talk a little bit about, is there, do you see like, do you see like those things in Cleveland as well? You can see it. I mean, the neighborhoods are changing. So there's some urban decay from neighborhoods that used to be, um, you know, a little bit of gentrification coming on, coming around. Um, some massive houses, some housing projects. I mean, it's a little bit of everything and very diverse. But, you know, as well as I do that, just because you're from a certain neighborhood or a certain background, it doesn't mean that you're, you shouldn't engage in your community or that you are predisposed to only liking certain kind of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 and again, like, you make a very good point when it comes when it comes to that, just because no matter what background you come from, I mean, we, we obviously, we see, uh, like, from a sports standpoint, because I also talk about my sports as well, like, you see mm-hmm. LeBron come from Akron, Ohio. Right. And he embraced where he came from, and now he's making a school, and he's and he's doing everything in his power, and he's using his platform um, to the best of his abilities. But um, also, tell me a little bit, like, what's, like, the main topic of your show that, like, you focus on? Um, access and um, just trying to kind of even the playing ground. So how is it to get around here in Cleveland? Um, do you feel comfortable in certain spaces? Because, you know, as, as neighborhoods change, people start beginning to think that it's not for us anymore, whatever us may be, whether it's a woman, whether it's the neighborhoods changing and just really talking about how to stay engaged as one community as opposed to being divisive. Okay. Now, now, what parts of Cleveland do you think um, people are being uh, divisive in? Um, I think the city, but then within our, you know, Cleveland is set up where East Side versus West Side has been this just cultural thing forever. And um, I think a long time ago, people thought East Side was more urban or black. And then the West Side was more um, just a lot of different cultures. So there's that's where the Hispanic culture mainly is. Um, 
a lot of the immigrants are on the west side and it's a it's a very it's a difference but the you know it's just a crossing over the river it's just a, a bridge ride you could walk over the river and be on the other side of town so there's no need to kind of hold on to those things to think that you can't go there okay now 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 what what, what do you think is like the the main problem like why do you think why do you think people are so uh, like like divisive? Like, what can they do to change that? Like, what do you believe that? Like, um, what do you believe they can So our thing is to get engaged and actually step outside your na- little neighborhood. So if you think about the 1950s, where people moved away from the downtown centers to the suburbs, each suburb has been set up to create this own little neighborhood. Like, you never have to leave your suburb. And so, you know, you get comfortable, you go to your neighborhood bar, you go to your neighborhood movie house, you go to your neighborhood grocery store, and it kind of kept everybody in their own little space, which was the divisiveness. But now, and that's kind of what I push here on our platform, a black girl in the CLE, is let's push out of the neighborhood, out of our neighborhood bar and go see what else is out there for everybody in Cleveland. So be it the Rock Hall, be it the Indians, be it Playhouse Square, let's go explore. Okay, now that leads me perfectly to my next question. Where do you think, huh? like, what are like, like, what are like the go-to spots in Cleveland? Because I've never, I've never been to Cleveland, so I'm curious, like, where, if, if it's my first time in Cleveland, where am I going? Um, I would start with the downtown area. It really depends on what you like. So if you want to do the tourist thing, um, downtown public square area is um, within walking distance of a lot of the things that people come to see. So. The sports arenas are within walking distance. There's the East, the East Fourth District, which has um, restaurants and bars, and it's kind of got its own little culture. Literally a couple blocks away from the Public Square area, um, off of East Ninth. So a few more streets away is the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and the Lakefront. Um, it, it's really depending on what you like. If you like arts and culture, go over to University Circle where all the museums are. Um, during the summer, there's festivals everywhere. So basically, whatever kind of festival or what you're into, there's probably something for you. <laughs> now, now, what's what's your favorite festival to go to in Cleveland? Oh, um, let's see. In the winter, we have a festival, an actual wintertime festival called Bright Winter that happens okay. in February in the snow. Okay. And... Um, and then during the summer, there's so many. So I like Parade the Circle, which is at by our museums, and it's kind of the kick off the summer. Okay. So so that's so that's like that's like your go-to. That's like your favorite. Now now yeah, and then, yeah, I'm, I'm on that. now now in terms of food, uh, where where's like like your like top spots to eat in Cleveland? Um, I like a place. It depends on the food again. So we have. Great Polish boy. So whether you want the authentic kind of um, old school barbecue experience of the Whitmore's or Hot Sauce Williams, you had to go on to the east side. Michael Simon has recreated that um, downtown at Maybell's. So you can still experience it that way if you don't want to go far. We have um, on the west side a lot of the Polish, like the pierogies, the or Mardi Gras. Um, Cleveland's a food town and it's a beer town too. So you can go to Great Lakes Brewing and get your Dortmunder or your Christmas ale at Christmas time. It's just really, again, the food you want to eat. You can pretty much find it here. Okay. Now, now let's talk a little bit about your story. So, so, okay. Um, obviously, I know we've, we've talked a little bit on Facebook and stuff like that. Tell me a little bit, like, how's like your experience in Cleveland, like growing up in the city of Cleveland? So I grew up in what's called a first ring suburb. So the suburb borders Cleveland. But 
you know, growing up in that and staying in that, you know, you only came downtown for certain reasons. So you come down for the Indians game and you go back home. You come down to see a play, you go back home. And um, kind of how I started Black Girl was the idea that I was seeing a lot of specifically Generation Xers as their kids are getting older. They want to migrate. We should go to Atlanta. D.C. is fun. Ooh, check out Philly. Check out all these places I could move to as opposed to just blooming where you're planted, so to speak. Yeah. So um, that's kind of how we I started was what are the places I don't go because people travel here and to visit, but yet I'm not visiting some of these same places and I'm trying to fly somewhere else. So what does that look like? And that's how I started. Okay, yeah, yeah and, that, and that's a very that's a very good idea. And, and, um, and I'm definitely going to tune in and, and uh, be inspired because again, like you made a great point because like in our generation, especially like, I, I, I like like me for me example for me example um I'm I'm a college student so like I've always like I know once I graduate like I'm trying to travel I'm trying to go to like Atlanta I'm trying to go I'm just trying to travel everywhere around the world and just and just see everything and you're making a great point of like just realizing your community a lot better um what do you think is like the main problem for like the younger generation like my generation versus like the older generation when it comes to like understanding your community um, I don't think it's necessarily a problem. It's just the idea that, you know, your generation has grown up differently than most generations in the past, just with the technology in your hands. So the idea that you guys do a lot of betting and you look for the aesthetics first, maybe, yeah. because you can see the pictures. What's the Airbnb? What's my hotel room look like? And whereas, you know, I'm not much older, but I remember a time where you didn't see the hotel room. You just kind of found out what the hotel looked like when you got there. You just w- you relied on the quality of the name okay. of the hotel. Okay. And so you had to go experience. You had to just rely on a map and just kind of knowing directions. And so you explored more. It, you didn't have the buy-in. You were just kind of hoping for the best when you went places. Okay. Now, I know this is a little, a little side topic. We all know um, Odell Beckham. Uh, got traded yes. to Cleveland. How do you feel about Odell coming to Cleveland? I am excited. Um, first of all, you know, being a Clevelander, it's almost like automatic. You must be a Browns fan. <laughs> okay. So that's given. But just what it's going to do, what it has done already for the mood of the city, um, Clevelanders live and die by their sports teams. Whether you're a sports fan or not, it just, you know, there's an electricity in the city when the teams are doing well and when they're not doing well. You know, you feel it and you feel it, on, especially with the Browns. You feel it on Monday morning. This makes Mondays a little more unbearable. Okay. So um, like when o- with Odell's announcement, it was almost just it was a little less than LeBron coming back. We didn't take to the streets like we did when LeBron came back. But, you know, everybody knew this was an amazing moment for the city okay. and the potential and the hope. And it just was great. Yeah, now, 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 what do you think of your chances this year, especially as a, as a Cleveland Browns fan? Do you guys see yourself going to the playoffs now? Yes, we do. <laughs> Playoffs and or Super Bowl. Okay, I love it. Um, now, tell me a little bit about how, like, how it was. Obviously, we all know, like, the Cleveland Browns went through a stretch where they only won one game in two years. Um, I know there was also even a parade when you guys lost. Yes, all of them. Tell me a little bit about, like, how, like, the atmosphere was in Cleveland during that time. That was divided. I mean, because there were some people that were like, why would you make fun of us? I mean, we're already down and we already suck and we already feel the pain of that loss. Why would we go out and like showcase it and embrace it and be like, yeah, we're losers. Um, But it happened. (laughs) And um, 
you know, people came out and, you know, but Clevelanders are diehards for their teams and especially the Browns. So the idea of maybe next year is, is always maybe next year. And, uh, but this year we feel like maybe this is our year. Okay. And I definitely see that. Now let's transition a little bit to uh, basketball. Obviously we all know LeBron's impact. How, how does the city of Cleveland embrace LeBron? So obviously I know you guys have had a very interesting relationship with him. Obviously, we know, like, he got drafted <laughs> by you guys. Then he left the first time. Then he comes back. Then he wins a championship. So tell me a little bit about, like, how, like LeBron's story in Cleveland and how and, and how much impact did he impact the city? Um, in Cleveland, you know, this time when LeBron left, there was a thank you to LeBron. Whereas the last time he left, everyone was mad. And, I mean, it was famously shown of people burning jerseys and like anti-LeBron sentiment but um, you know when he left people were just so grateful for what he did and for that team that 2016 team that brought us a championship so you know while our team is not the same this year without him and and we still feel the hurt and we are missing LeBron you know on our our court there's no hatred, there's no ill will, because we still were 2016 champions. And before that, most of us had not seen a championship in our lifetime. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, so, and, and uh, how, do you, do you know personally, like, how, how his school is doing? Because I know he built a school around that, like, the uh, Akron, Ohio uh, school. Do you have any idea or any, like, uh, like update on his school? I mean, it's open. There's kids there. He came out and was there for the first day. And we've had a lot of people that are, he has a lot of friends, famous friends that go visit and talk to the kids to be inspiring. So I believe it's still the first year of the school. So we haven't figured out, you know, like how the kids are progressing or whatever. But um, like, I remember seeing Chuck D from Public Enemy at the Rock Hall. And the reason he was in town was because he was coming from LeBron school to talk to the kids. So, you know. I think I want to be a kid at that school. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, because they get they get free tuition. They get uh, they're gonna get um free college as well. Like yeah, I, and then I, he takes them on trips. So he's come back and like taking them to Cedar Point, and he's come back and like done different things with the kids. So okay, yeah. And uh, real quick, um, before we wrap everything up, um, obviously I've enjoyed your time here on Super Radio with Josh Sanchez. Uh, before before um we like wrap everything up. I have all my guests on my show give me like their best impersonation. Uh, so give me a oh, wow. and also talk about uh, your podcast again and uh, where people can find your podcast. I'll also um, post a link once I'm done editing this podcast as well. Okay. Um, so my impression of a swoop, you say? Yep. <laughs> all right. Is <laughs> swoop. Yeah, I love it. And um, again, my podcast is Black Girl MCLE, where we talk about all things Cleveland. Um, we've got some upcoming episodes that are really cool. What we're going to look at, um, we've talked about burlesque, and we're going to interview a drag queen uh, upcoming show, and just what that culture is here in Cleveland. You can find us on Anchor, of course, Spotify, Google, and Apple, and a lot of other places, too. So Black Girl MCLE, the podcast. All right, again, uh, thank you again. Be safe up there in Cleveland, and uh, have a wonderful day. Hey, thank you, too. All right, have a good one. Bye. Bye.